Blog Talk Radio. Now, here we go, y'all. I wrote this little churchy song just to let somebody know that no matter what's happening in our society, you still have the victory, huh? Through Jesus Christ our Lord. So don't let this world and the system take you out of the game, huh? You are victorious. Say it like this. Come on, say it, y'all.
I can't give up because I know that victory is waiting for me. Good afternoon, listeners. This is Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and you are listening to Global Gospel. We are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, sharing with you the gospel, the good news, the glad tidings of Jesus Christ. We are glad to be here today. It is because of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. His compassion fails not. Great is God's faithfulness towards us. And so we give God glory, honor, and praise for this Saturday afternoon. We want you to tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors to log on to www dot blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel and let them know that we are live and on the air. Our call-in number is 619-924-0800. In addition to being on Blog Talk Radio, we are syndicated on Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. So we know that there are several ways that you could connect with us. Please connect with us. Certainly, we do not own the rights to any of the music that you hear on today, but we pray that is a blessing to you, to you, and to you, our family, our neighbors, and our friends, our listeners around the world. You, We started out today with, I can't give up. That was Byron Cage, I can't give up. And we want you to be encouraged today that no matter what you're going through, don't give up, don't throw in the towel, don't quit, because God has something great in store for you. And certainly on today, we have a, a special uh, blessing for you as well, our listening audience. Well, we would like to thank our uh, sponsors today, uh, MPT Enterprise, Melanated Beards, Third Lounge, Grandma Edda's Quilting, the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services. We thank God for you, you, and you, our, our sponsors, and we encourage our listeners to, when you can, just uh, take a look at what our sponsors have to offer and certainly support uh, their services. And certainly you will not be disappointed. You can also connect with us. We're on social media. If you look for Global Gospel, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Tumblr. I think Tum Twitter is called X now. But we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Tumblr. And we're on Instagram. If you go to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, or our Tumblr page, there is a direct link to each and every episode. If you would like to write Global Gospel, you can write us Global Gospel P.O. Box 5331. That is in Hempstead, New York, where the zip code is 11550. Our email address is globalgospel17 at gmail.com. Certainly, we are looking to hear from you if you're an author, if you're a musician, if you're a writer, a humanitarian, a community activist, leader, a minister of the gospel, an entrepreneur. If you're doing something positive that contributes to this world and society, certainly we want to hear from you. If you have a testimony that you would like to share, certainly we uh, welcome you to email us and connect with us. Shout out to the Townsend family, the Norman family, the Bradley family, the Hernandez family, the Jones family, the Cox family, the Natale family, the Bigby family, the Washington family, the Mack family, the Allen family, the Wiggins family, the Locke family, the Verdell family, the Wilson family, uh, the Fells family, the Stevenson family, the Robinson family, the Furman family, the Brinson family, the Odom family, the Carter family, the Glenn family, the Brooks family, the Hartley family, 
the Sultan family. Thank God for you, you, and you. If I didn't call your name, certainly we want you to know that you can leave us a comment and let us know, and certainly we'll be able to shout you out. Shout out to New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Georgia, California, Illinois, uh, Michigan. Thank God for you, you, and you that are Texas that are listening, certainly in the continental United States. Then thank God for those that are outside the continental United States, Canada, Mexico, Jamaica, West Indies, Suriname, Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay, South Africa, the Republic of the Congo, Nigeria, the Ivory Coast, Uganda, Kenya, Ethiopia, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, Pakistan, Australia, Philippines, Taiwan, South Korea, Japan, Hungary, Germany, the Netherlands, Sweden, the United Kingdom, France, Italy, Switzerland, Spain, Portugal. We thank God for you, you, and you, and everybody I didn't call. Certainly, we are glad that you are able to share with us on today. For those of you that have tuned into Global Gospel for the first time, if this is your first time listening, we want you to know that our theme scripture is 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. And certainly we want you to know that the gospel is here today to heal you, to deliver you, to save you, to set you free. If you're bound, if you're depressed, if you're suicidal, if you've given up hope, if uh, you have no money, if you're homeless, whatever the situation is, the gospel of Jesus Christ is comprehensive. It is there to meet every need in your life. Certainly you need to know that Christ came into the world that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And so we today say to you to live and declare the wondrous works of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus the Christ. And so we have a special guest that will be sharing with us in just a few minutes. Again, you have time to gather up your friends, your your notepads, uh, tell your family and neighbors, listen, tune in, because they do not want to miss this. And so after this selection, we will be hearing from our very special guest for this afternoon. And certainly, if you read the, the headline, then you know what, what uh, to expect. Uh, for our guests, but if not, uh, stay. I need you now, Smokey Norfolk. Not a second or another minute, not an hour or another day, but at this moment with my arms out. I need you to make the way have you have done so many times before. 
Through a window or an open door, I stretch my hands to thee. Come rescue me. I need you right away. I need you. special guest. How are you? I am blessed, and thank you for having me and blessing me to spend some time with you and your audience. This is going to be an exciting time for me. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. And perhaps there's somebody that didn't catch that voice. Tell our listeners who you are. I'm Larry Davis, the the blessed father of two, a man of God. I have an amazing son and a wonderful daughter, a lover of family. And uh tell you what, I'm just excited and on fire to talk about the book and about 
Christ and about my Father and about the Holy Spirit. Awesome, awesome. Well, Brother Larry Davis, certainly we are certainly grateful to God that your schedule allowed you to share with us on today. And certainly, we want you to tell our listeners, just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you are from. I know you gave us a little bit that we know that you are a, a father, a husband, a man, uh, as the title suggests, a man, a father, a husband. Uh, but tell us where you're from and, you know, uh, perhaps your Christian uh, background, how you came to become a Christian. You know, I'm from the, uh, I'm from the wonderful state of Texas. <laughs> so, Thank you for right. shouting out to the state of Texas earlier. Uh, my legacy is when it comes to uh, my religion and my relationship with God starts with my grandfather, who would have me read the Bible every night before I went to bed and every morning that I woke up that, you know, I wasn't on my way to school. And this happened when I was very young. And, he, again, he passed away in, in 1977, but he was the first person to ground me spiritually and let me know about God and the impact and power of God in my life. And as you grow older, you know, the the hope is that they put you on the right path. And as you grow older, even if you leave that path, you know where it's at and you can come back to it. So I want to thank my grandfather for that uh, grounding me. And when I had children, that was the first thing that came to mind, you know, bring your children up in a way that you, that they would be proud of you. And so that's been my goal. Awesome, so awesome. I'm going to tell you this. I got to tell you this before you go any further, Ms. Townsend. Scripture, this person said this to me, that God is speaking my name in the ears of people I've never met. And a week later, you reached out to me. <laughs> so that shows you the power of, of, of God and the Holy Spirit and our, and our Lord and Savior. I had never met you, and you reached out to me. So God spoke your, my name in your ears. So thank you for that. Awesome, awesome, and I can't take all the credit. Uh, my PR person, uh, shout out to Brother Marlon Townsend, and uh, Marlon uh, always makes these connections as well, and so uh, I believe he had a listening ear as well, and certainly um, that is so, God's word does not return unto him void, and so we know when God speaks based on what happens, and so uh, that is an awesome uh, testimony right there. Uh, that that person would speak that into your life, and um, so you're from the uh, what is Texas? Is that the Lone Star State? Texas is the Lone Star State, and I'm from Cowtown. Okay. <laughs> whoa, Texas. whoa, Cowtown as in C O W, as in C O W. So if you ever watch a cowboy movie and you see these uh, cattle drives and they're going down the Chisholm Trail, where the Chisholm Trail came through. Fort Worth, Texas. And so that's okay. where we got the name Cowtown. So every cattle drive in those Western movies, they're coming through Fort Worth, Texas. In fact, it's called the Fame Stockyards here. Okay, awesome, awesome. And um Texas has also been in the um on the map lately because as as uh, people of color and uh Juneteenth and so there's a whole history, probably another show for another day. <laughs> but but <laughs> We'll, we'll come back and talk more about Texas. But certainly uh, we thank God uh, for you uh, joining us all the way from the state of Texas. And I think you're here in New York, so you're just an hour behind us. But certainly uh, certainly, God is occupying all spaces and all times. 
And so uh, you grew up, you you didn't have a choice. Certainly uh, Christ was introduced to you as a young age, at a young age. And so as far as uh, your Christian upbringing, and then, of course, we all grow up, and then we have to make our own decisions and choices in lives and own career paths. And so what path did you go down in the secular world as far as career? You know, I spent 12 years in corporate America in various leadership positions, and I was about to be a dad in 1995, and I needed a, a career that was going to have a more stable schedule so I could spend time with my child. So I went into education. So for the past 20 plus years, 25 years, I've been in education. I've been a classroom teacher, an assistant principal, an associate principal, a high school principal, a a district coordinator for school improvement, a district coordinator for IB programs and CTE, a regional superintendent of schools, and an executive director of secondary learning. So I've done it all, and uh, God has blessed me to write seven books along the way. Awesome, awesome. And so, uh, yes, you are an author. And so how did that come about? One thing I've always wanted to do was I want to write a book and see my name on the cover of a book. And so when I was actually working to uh, get my principal certification, the institution that I was in uh, let us know that only 24 27% of the students – were passing the Texas principal exam on the first time, on the first try. So I, I remember going to bed or getting up and praying to God. God reveals me the secrets behind this test and how to take it and how to pass it, and he did. And so I wrote a book preparing to pass the Texas principal exam. That was my very first book, and it was the number one selling book here in Texas and number one book used in Texas for passing the exam. I was you know, connect with people all over the state of Texas, help them pass their principal exam. But in 2018, Texas changed the exam, so I pulled that book off the shelf. But that was my first attempt at writing, and it was a really successful endeavor because I was able to help thousands of people get their principal certification. Awesome, awesome. So that is a great gateway. But you've written several other books since then. Oh, yeah. I've written a well, I will tell you, my favorite book is the cookbook for the single dad, the dating dad, and the single man. <laughs> and I, I wrote that book, you know, so dads can find ways to spend time with their children, you know, instead of just, you know, in this hustle and bustle world and this world of uh, relentless scheduling, we need to find time to spend quality time with our children. And cooking with our children is a great way to do it. I wrote a book called The uh, Reeducation of the African-American Child in Today's School System because I wanted our educators to understand that African-American children are children. We don't learn different. They don't see things differently. They don't have a different kind of brain. If you care about them, if you build a relationship with them, if you spend time getting to know them and understand their background, they're going to learn the exact same way as every other child in that building. So I wrote that book for that reason. I've written a book. You know, here's the funny thing. I wrote a book for my son. It wasn't even a book. It was a I was just helping him. He had just graduated college, and I was just helping him study on how to how to interview. I was helping him prepare for interviews and job interviews, and he told me to take those notes and he said, Dad, what about other guys, other people like me who are leaving college and they've never had an uh, experience with a professional interview? And I wrote this book called I Got the Job, a quick interview guide to getting a job you desire. I wrote that book for him in 2020, uh, and it's only like 60 pages. And uh, on Tuesday, that book went to number one on Amazon eBooks, <laughs> the number one bestseller on Amazon. And that's, that's just God at work because 
I'm happy that he blessed something that I did for my son to be the first thing that was that successful that I've written. So, and so since then I've written uh, working with our 4D students to find difficult, disrespectful, and disruptive, spiritually hacked, and then my latest book, A Man, A Father, A Husband. Awesome, awesome. And certainly it is so great um, that you are an um, African-American person of color in the education system because we don't see a lot of black males in the education system. Um, perhaps along the way we'll see one or two in elementary. Perhaps when we move up to middle school, junior high school, high school, we'll see a little more. But uh, there are not a lot of positive uh, black uh Role, male role models in the school system, not that they aren't in the world or in our community. is not a lot in the school system. I'm sure you would agree, or at least not here in New York. No, when, actually, when I got into education at that point in time in 1999, exactly, uh, if you were an African-American student, the chances of you having an African-American male teacher who wasn't a coach was less than 5%. Now it's wow. better, not much better, but it is better. So, no, that's a that's nationwide. We have to get, we have to put gentlemen who look like our young men in front of them, academically. You know, as a principal, I would have to go to football games and basketball games to actually meet the dad because when I called home or when we had an event at school, it was only mom showing up. Young, mm. can I say this to all the listeners? Men, our young men, our young women need us. Show up at school. Show up at things other than just sporting events. Let them know the importance of academics in their lives. Amen. Amen. Um, certainly, we thank God that you are making your contribution. And so today, uh, I'm going to come back to Spiritually Hacked. Well, no, let's talk about Spiritually Hacked now. Now, just give us a prelude because we're going to give our audience an opportunity to uh by that because that that just caught that caught my attention when I was you know doing my uh, studies and research spiritually hacked. You know the here's the blessing in that I'd never heard that terminology before, and I was just had a I had a surgery that it really just took me out and I couldn't recover from it for whatever reason it it was giving me really difficult difficulty trying to recover from it and one day my son just came in and said Dad. Have you been sitting there all day? And then he just asked, when was the last time you prayed? And so that night I went and I prayed. And whenever something crossed my mind, I prayed harder. And the next morning, the Holy Spirit revealed to me this term, spiritually hacked. Larry, you have been spiritually hacked. And that's when we allow things that's going on in the world to disconnect us from God. You see, our faith isn't based on how much we love God. Our faith is truly based on how much we believe God loves us. And if you believe God loves you infinitely, unconditionally, then your faith is infinitely and unconditionally measured. But if you don't believe God loves you that much, you ask for small things. God didn't God doesn't want to give you something to satisfy the here and now. He want to get he wants to bless you with something that's going to satisfy you from now on. And so that Spiritually hacked is about those forces and the things in this world that try to disconnect us from God. And it gives us the scripture. And in the book, I call it God's spiritual malware because I use the word hacked. It gives you the scripture that God has already given us, his words, his promises, 
that he's already given us when you go through certain situations. So in the book, there are 10 different uh, spiritual hacks I talk about, but there's far more that, than that in the world. That is so true. Uh, certainly, I do agree with that. There are so many distractions that are trying to uh, get us off track, and certainly we have to be mindful of that. And thank you for exposing uh, some of those issues in Spiritually Hacked. But today's topic, uh, we see, we read the headline. It says, a man, a father, a husband, Larry D. Davis. Let's tell tell a listening audience uh, what you would like them to know about how this book, particular book, came about. You know, my goal was to write a to write a story about a man living in today's world, facing today's problems, addressing today's situations, and dealing with malevolent forces who had tools that didn't exist in the time of Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac. You know, we're talking about technology and social media, all these platforms that the devil are using to attack our children and our family, a whole different type of spiritual warfare than in the time of David, right? But this mm-hmm. man... In the book, this character has a heart that is on fire for God. Uh, He lives every day to live a life pleasing to God. He loves his wife as Christ loved the church. He's he's the embodiment of a father as defined in the Bible. So he wants to do right. So I want to write a story about a man like that. But also understand that Jesus tells us, you're going to suffer in my name. And so he goes through several different trials, tribulations, trauma, betrayal, you name it, he deals with it, but he has a strong spiritual foundation. His mom and his dad are still his spiritual mentors and spiritual leaders. And the book is so much more than just a man, a father, a husband. It's a woman, a wife, a mother. It's about family. It's about redemption. It's about awakening. <laughs> you know, I everybody who's read the book that I've spoken with got something different from the book. And the young lady who wrote the preface, uh, Miss Sylvia Chong, she said that when you read the book, the Holy Spirit will guide you to what you need to get from it. And to me, that was the most powerful statement I've heard about the book. So um, it's it's an incredible story. Yes, I use my name. I use my, my son's name, my daughter's name. I use my mom and dad's name. But it's not about me. So, uh, And I know that people, when they read it, they go, wow, this is some great insight into Larry's life. But it's not about me. It's, it's fictional, but the scripture is real. Well, well, you know, people are looking for juicy gossips. That's what it is. <laughs> That's true. So, so the, the book struck all the right uh, nerves and pressure points. Uh, to sound juicy and like gossip. So the thing I I first said when I when I was reading and I was, you know, I didn't um, have a full understanding at first, and so I thought I was like, wow, this is this is serious. Like this is this is somebody's life story. I mean, this is this is a lot for one person <laughs> to bear. And so, but I mean, listen, we all do have our cross to bear in life, but it seems like I was like, wow, this is, this is a lot. And I was like, well, it can't be, it's an autobiography. And, and so I, I can, I can identify with the person that said, oh, this is some insight to last. Like, I was like, it's a, is this an autobiography? But I'm like, this is, seems like the third person, like we talking about somebody else, but we're not talking about somebody else. So. Um, he used quite a few uh, 
literary uh, effects to uh, get that point across. And so, so that's that's good news that uh, you didn't have to deal with all the things. But listen, life, this man born of a woman is, has a few days full of trouble, and so and that is the scripture. And listen, we we all have to go through something, and I'm sure uh, you've had your share of challenges in life as well. And so, um, what would you say to? man or the father or the husband that is listening today that is facing all of the the trauma and challenges and abuses that this world has to offer in 2023 or the person that's coming of age what do you what do you tell your students that are that are coming of age your male students what I, what do I tell my son and his friends? Yeah. You know, those are close personal relationships, and I will I will draw upon what happened to me. The most critical mistakes, the most uh, defining wrong turns in my life are all decisions and uh, choices I made without God. Right? Every we live our life, and you know, you said there was a lot of things going on in that book because that book was compacted into 192 pages, but when you look back over your life, I guarantee each of us has gone through more trials and tribulations than that, right? Yeah. But they happen at different times, different times in our lives. So my thing too, I tell all people, you're not in this alone. And if you go at it alone, you're gonna you're gonna lose. God gave us will and he gave us willpower, but the will of human is not stronger than the pull of the devil. You need you need our Father, you need our Savior, you need the Holy Spirit in our life to help us make those right decisions, to give us that discerning spirit to know what's right and what's wrong. And, you know, I, the, I love the passage in John 1, 1. It says, in the beginning there was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word is God. So he's telling you right now, I have a Word for everything that you're going to go through in your life. <laughs> and so... He's ready for us. He's waiting on us to come to him. That's where the will comes in, the will to go to him and get the correct answer, the correct response. And so just let let these young men and young women know they're not in it alone ever. Awesome. And I think this is a great time to take a break, and we are going to come back. Our number in studio, 619-924-0800. If you have questions, comments, concerns, you are welcome to join us. Stay tuned and be blessed. If I were a writer, I would use a pencil. I would use my hands 
insight into his journey through life and certainly as an author. And as I was preparing for today, one scripture came to mind and as I posted Psalm 37 and 7, it says, Mark the perfect man and behold the upright for the end of that man is peace. And certainly sometimes we have our, our own ideas about what perfect is, but perfect is uh, really a state of maturity, a state of acknowledgement of God and who God is and how God can help us. And certainly I just felt the need to express that, what came to mind. And so uh, we're back, Brother Larry D. Davis, author, educator, husband, father, friend, family man humanitarian so you have several books can you tell our listening audience how they can obtain a copy of these books yeah you can get them all on amazon.com and there's actually if you click on any one of my books you can go down to the bottom and it'll say follow larry and it'll you'll take you to my author's page where you can actually see all the books that i have listed uh, I discontinued two of the books, The Cookbook for the Single Dad, Dating Dad, and a Single Man, because um, I want to re- redo that book. And my son and I are supposed to write a book, a cookbook called He's the Dad, I'm the Son, and we compete against each other cooking these wonderful recipes. So right now he's finishing up culinary school, so I guess he needed the extra help to compete against his dad when it comes to cooking. So shout out to my son, Kyla Davis. Appreciate you. Love you. So, uh, but you can get all my books on Amazon.com. And, you know, the beautiful thing, you can reach out to me on LarryDDavis.com. That's a website for my books and things like that. And there's a contact line there. You can reach out to me, and I'll gladly, you know, contact you back about my books, about speaking, about visiting you, and about talking with your book clubs. I welcome all those opportunities. Awesome. So, brothers and sisters, listening audience, we want you to connect to LarryDDavis.com and certainly invite him to those engagements. So as you were saying that, something came to mind. Sometimes in life, there is a classic father and son conflict. And so what do you, what do you think about that? How do we deal with that issue? 
But I think it's inevitable that that's going to happen, especially you're raising a child, you're raising a, a young man to be a an adult man, you're raising a young man to be a king, and eventually that king is going to want to make their own decisions. The struggle with me when it came to my son was me wanting to not wanting to let go of the role I had as dad, the dad who controlled everything, the dad who told him yes and no, the dad who told him go to bed at 8.30, 9.30, the dad who said you can only have one scoop of ice cream. But God, and so I had to pray to God, God, I'm still his dad, but what role should I play now? And, and God revealed to me, now you're the, you're the mentor. You're the listener. When he comes to you, he doesn't always want an answer. Sometimes he just wants you to listen. And so you have this experience with all your children, your daughters as well. So the transition from being that governing parent, that safety parent, that protective parent, you're going to always have those things in your heart. But in life, you have to let them make their own decisions. You have to let them learn from their mistakes. And there's going to come a day as a man, as a parent, as a father, you're going to have to let them pick themselves up. You can't be the one reaching down every time. So, because you're not going to live this life forever, and you want to leave them well-equipped to deal with the world. Well said. And you did you did include in there as well that uh, you have a daughter, and that there's that whole new term, girl dad out there and so we can't we cannot leave out the daughters and sisters correct correct awesome awesome okay we have a caller our number is studio 619-924-0800 we encourage you to call in today i'm not the only person with a question or comment hello caller good afternoon uh brother davis reverend townsend this is marlon t townsend calling in uh, I am enjoying the show. Um, to you, Brother Davis, I'm reminded of Genesis chapter 12. Um, God never says how or when, but he does say that he will make your name great. Um, that being said, I'm looking forward to uh, your book tour, whenever that may be. Thank you. Now, that was right. your brother, right? Yes. And I've been talking to the both of you guys. And listen, I know it's only been through text messages, but you're, you guys even text the same way. <laughs> I had to ask you were you guys twins. <laughs> we get they confuse us often. It happens very often. Not uncommon. Yeah. Uh, certainly. Uh, okay. Thank you, uh, Marlon, for sharing with us, MPT Enterprise. Our number is 619 924 Zero eight zero zero, brother Larry D. Davis. About a lot of people, but who would you like to shout out on today? Well, let me start with my father, my savior, and the Holy Spirit, uh, because right. without them, this moment doesn't happen. This moment does not take place. And the, the funny thing is, he planned this day long before we knew about it. So we're just coming to his blessing that he's already had set forth for us. Uh, my son, Kyla Davis, uh, he's an incredible, incredible young man. I'm so proud of him. Uh, my daughter, Mia London Davis, ran strong wheels, uh, but God-fearing woman. I appreciate her so much. And the young lady who wrote the uh, preface, Miss Sylvia Chong, she is a, a, a beautiful spirit. Her heart is so on fire for God that if, if she was to pick up the phone right now, the whole line would burn up. So to meet a woman who's full of prayer, who's full of spirit, who who that spiritual joy just resonates 
you want to get to know her, and getting to know her, you're going to get to know God. So thank you for her for writing that for me. And uh, and thank you for all the readers who's read the book so far and the future readers who are going to read the book. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you to all those people that you shouted out as well. And um, also, who would you say your – I know you mentioned your grandfather at the beginning. Uh, who has been your greatest uh, – in addition to your grandfather, your greatest influences in life or on your spiritual journey? Uh, you know, that that's a really good question because we often look at influence only as positive, right? People who influence us positively, right? There mm-hmm. have been so many people in my life who were not going down the right path who said, Larry, this is not the path for you, who blocked those streets for me to keep me on the right path because they knew what, what those streets led to. So there are so many people who, who've been a, an influence to me, my dad, my mom, uh, my brothers. I had two, in, I had, uh, have two incredible brothers with one deceased, but two incredible brothers that growing up, they, they looked out for me. You know, my old, my youngest brother is seven years older than me. So I didn't get to grow up with my brothers. I grew up with all, I had two brothers and five sisters so they were impactful. You know, being number seven of eight, you get to witness and watch and learn a lot of things. Uh, I had great friends uh, along the way. And like I said, you know, everybody who impacts your life is not always positively, but that impact is something God needed you to get in that moment. So I don't think of anything right now in my life as a, as a wrong turn, as a detour. I think this is all a part of God's journey for me to be the man that he wanted me to be. And I couldn't be this man without the negative as well as the positive. Awesome. That is um, well put. And because, uh, yes, negative does affect us in sometimes a positive way. I'll never forget many years ago, a preacher from uh, Baltimore, Maryland, Reverend Dwayne Simmons, he came to our church, and his topic for that Sunday was, thank God for my enemies. <laughs> and so, right. that seems like an oxymoron, but uh, we know that God prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies, and certainly our enemies are, are our footstool. And so, listen, there's always a plan for the good, bad, and ugly in our lives. So I think that is uh, so important. Well, you know what's funny? You said the the script you just quoted, my grandfather had me read Psalms 23 every night before bed, every night. I knew Psalms 23 before I knew the Lord's Prayer. I knew Psalms Mm -hmm. 23 before I knew uh, Jesus well. The only thing I knew before Psalms 23 was John 316. (laughs) And uh, as I was talking to my mom on on her dying bed, Ask her what did you what was she wanting her obituary and she said Psalms 23. So thank you for bringing quoting from Psalms 23 because that's been an integral part of my life. Thank you, thank you. All right, listeners, 619-924-0800. Certainly, if you call in, perhaps Global Gospel or MPT Enterprise will sponsor a book for you. Uh, so we are looking to hear from you, 619-924-0800. Tell us about Remedy. Remedy team is a, well, you know, it's it's really hard to change a system within the system. And okay. so as I, as a, as an educator and as in corporate America, 
I would see things that needed to be changed or fixed, but when you're a part of that system, it's really hard to to remove yourself and fix it. So I started Remedy Team as a way to uh, just restructure and re- rethink the way we do things in our school systems and in corporate America, right? Redefining the uh, leadership model, right? Uh, things like that. And so I've written several platforms, and I've spoken in 17 different cities and states at professional conferences with school districts, with administrators about how we can better impact our children. Just want to talk, just want to convey the message that, you know, if we if we change if adults if adults can change the way they think if we can change our beliefs if we can build relationships with our students if we can change our attitude towards students because of their family history if we can create a culture where they feel like they're welcome if we can create that engagement and environment what we do inside that school building will be far more successful than anything going outside those walls. So that was the point of doing it. And then through that, I just started working with uh, organizations and companies as well because everybody needs employee retention. (laughs) Everybody needs a way to recruit and retain, and everybody needs a way to be better. Mm. Okay. Well said. Okay. We have a caller, and so, well, I should say another caller, and we're going to take that caller. Good afternoon, caller. Good afternoon. Tell us who you are Um, and where you're calling from. My name is Sylvia Chong. I'm calling from Oklahoma. I'm the uh, the woman, the face of the woman and the prefix. And um, I wanted to call. I told Mr. Davis that if I ever had a chance, uh, I would hype him up so much that he would probably be embarrassed by me, but um, I wanted to say that he is an excellent writer, anointed by God, and you can tell, even from spiritually hacked in uh, this book, that his love for God and his fear of God shines through what he writes. So, Mr. Davis, I'm staying true to my word. It's an excellent read, really. Um, and, and as I said before, it is true. The Holy Spirit, I find, is revealing to each reader what he wants them to see. So it seems like every single person who's reading this book is getting something different from the story. It's it's a brilliant story. It's, it's brilliantly written. Uh, and so... I just wanted to say that. <laughs> well, we thank you, Sylvia Chung. You are the face of the woman, right? Yes, that is true. Isha. <laughs> yes. Correct? Yes. <laughs> okay, so awesome. Uh, we are uh, glad that you uh, were able to take time out of your busy schedule as well to share with us and and to be a part of this writing or this uh, point of ministry, I should say. And uh, we know that everyone uh, has a role to play. And so we thank God that you are doing your role uh, that God has assigned you for this particular time. Anything else you would like to add? Are you are you an author as well, or is this your debut? No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. Oh. He, uh, go ahead, 
Mr. Davis. No, this is this is your moment because you wrote something so powerful <laughs> that it was supposed to be the backwards, and I moved it to the front of the book because it was that good. He did. It's it's quite interesting. Uh, when he asked me to write the preface, I my first question was why, <laughs> why me, and his response was quite profound. It was thought provoking to me. He said, "Your spirit in you." And so I I you know I got down to um, to it. And I quite remember that um, before I wrote the preface, I, I had stopped writing for a long time. And I, I discovered the reason why was because I was afraid of what I was going to see if I kept on writing. So the Holy Spirit, in his mysterious way, sends this man to my doorstep. And this man, uh, Mr. Davis, calmly and gently nudge me to open some of touch and open some of the door knobs that I wasn't willing to open. Uh, I sat there and literally within probably two or two and a half hours I was I had a preface for the book. And that's how you know it's the work of the Holy Spirit. This has nothing to do with ability. But it is it is He who gives us that anointing and that uh, that fuel, that revelation to write the things that he wants his people to see and hear from him. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you, Sylvia Chong. Women of Berea, correct? That is correct. Uh, I am part of the group called the Women of Berea, where we meet once a month uh, as women, and we study the scriptures. And it, it came from Acts seventeen eleven, where the Bereans would study the scriptures or to verify that what Paul was saying is true. And uh, it's been such a blessing, such a blessing, an eye-opener, and revelation after revelation after revelation. So God is doing amazing things. And I just want to say to everyone that if you ever find yourself in the presence of Mr. Davis, know that you are in the presence of greatness. He is a great man, chosen by God. And so I hope that when you do read this story, that you are seeing the Holy Spirit shine through it. And that's my prayer for every reader, that the Holy Spirit will open your eyes and your ears and your heart to perceive and understand what he's trying to say to you. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Again, thank you for sharing this moment with us and certainly we will be in contact you. with you global gospel uh because we know that there is more that you can and will share uh, <laughs> with the audience amen thank you amen amen thank you all right listeners 619-924-0800 we'll give you just another minute uh to call in and certainly Uh, Share with us, offer words of encouragement, or if you have a question uh, that you would like, just one more more minute, we'll give you 619-924-0800. We thank you uh, for sharing with us. Mr. Larry uh, Davis, uh, any thoughts of, uh, we know that you are obviously a a man that is 
well knowledgeable about God's word and God his God's spirit. Are you are you particularly in any ministry uh in ministry in any form other than what you currently do? What you do is a ministry, uh at being an author, a writer, and educator. Uh, are you in any type of formal ministry at this time? No, I I'm not. You know, no the I shouldn't say that because there's no such thing as informal or formal ministry. When you're talk speaking the word of God and sharing the word of God it, that, that's just ministry. God doesn't. He doesn't use that word formal or informal. In fact, that's true. he doesn't even. The Bible doesn't even say you have to have four walls and a roof to preach my word. <laughs> uh, Christ true. walked this earth preaching the word. The apostles, the disciples walked this earth. So that is my ministry. Just uh, the writing is going to be my ministry. And if I can, if I can reach a thousand people via your show, that's better than having a hundred in a building. Because I, I missed 900, so uh, you know I wish I I really wish that I would have had an opportunity to, to have Miss Chong explain to you the part of the book that's about the woman in the book, but that's a powerful section. There's a lot of parts in there that's just so powerful. So if you know a young woman out there, Mr. Townsend, who's praying to God to be a better woman, a better wife, a better mother, give her the book. There are some great things in the book about uh, that that spiritual journey of a woman. It's not just about a man, a father, a son. It's about a woman, a wife, a mother. It's about family. It's just a powerful, and, and it, it took me, I started writing this book in 2016, and I didn't finish it until 2023. And between that time, I wrote five other books. So God wouldn't let me just put anything down in this book. He kept pulling me away from it and bringing me back. In fact, the initial concept is a movie script. So, uh, God willing and your audience providing and book sales, this movie will be made. And I'll probably end up doing an interview with Mr. Townsend in the movie. So let's get that done, God. <laughs> I'm speaking into fruition. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Certainly, again, we we thank you, and we thank you for, uh, for your ministry, uh, because certainly God has given us all a ministry and He's given us gifts and callings, and certainly uh, your gifts will make room for you. And certainly uh, we know that God's word does not return a term void. So thank you for uh, sharing with us and clarifying what ministry is uh, to our audience. And to Miss uh, Sylvia Chong, um, you know, we will, she has an open invitation, and certainly we'll just say that she will be back to explain to us I'm sure she's still listening she will be back to explain to us the role of a woman as only she can because certainly I know that neither one of us have that answer but so we thank God uh, certainly for everyone uh, that has shared today closing remarks for this episode Mr. Davis in that brief in that brief moment that Miss Chong called in and spoke with you, could you not feel that spiritual power, that spiritual energy that she possesses? And when she yes. so when she wrote that when she wrote that piece that was going to be at the back of the book, there is no way God would permit me to put that at the end of a book. That is the beginning of a story. That is an eye-opening testimony that everyone should read, everyone should enjoy, that everyone should embrace. So. 
just having God steer me to someone like her to write that, I, I, I'm speechless. I can't even tell you how how humble I am that she would do that. And the, the people who've written the book and the uh, other shows I've been on and they've talked about the book, you know, the thing is, this is God's word. A young man asked me, who are your readers? And I said, the word of God is free. Who am I to restrict who reads God's word? And so read the book and you'll see it's not about me. It really, really isn't. And I, when I pray to God, I say, God, I want the message out there, not my name. I just want your message out there. And the message is good news. Plus the good news is still good news today. Awesome. Well said. Well, again, we thank you, Mr. Larry Davis, for sharing with us today. Uh, certainly all of your uh, ministry with us as being an educator, author, father, friend, humanitarian, certainly one who allows God and the Holy Spirit to use them on a daily basis to touch the lives of others. Uh, We thank you for being an inspiration to others. We thank you for taking time out to share with Global Gospel and certainly want our listening audience to know that if you've missed any part of this, you've missed a lot. (laughs) And so we encourage you that at the conclusion of this hour, you can go back and listen to the entire episode on Block Talk Radio, on Apple iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play. Certainly you can connect with us on social media. Again, we thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone. Uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Davis. Thank you, uh, Ms. Chong, uh, for putting the written word together in this book, A Man, A Father, a husband, Lord, guide my steps and light my path. And as I said earlier, Psalm 37, mark the perfect man or woman and behold the upright for the end of that man is peace. Brother Davis, uh, would you close us in prayer? And certainly we want everyone to listen to this closing song. Good, good father, Chris Tomlin. I certainly Next Saturday, 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, sharing with you if the Lord says the same. And certainly we pray God's blessing on your life, uh, Brother Larry D. Davis, and your ministry. All yours. Heavenly Father, we come to you today with bowed heads and humble hearts, and we speak your name and your word over our lives. We speak your name and your word over the works of our hands. We speak your name and your word over our friends, family, and loved ones. Lord Jesus, wrap your loving arms and protection around us and cover us in your name and your word and your majesty and your love and in your blood. A love that is so unconditional that you sacrifice your own life so that we could be forgiven and have a life everlasting. And to this day, I've yet to meet anyone worthy of such a sacrifice. A blood that is so powerful that no demonic spirit, no evil spirit, and devil himself cannot penetrate it. Lord Jesus, cover every doorway and windowsill, cover every member of our family in that blood. Lord, we want to thank you for being here with us this morning and allowing us to be in your presence. All the praise and all the glory goes to you. And it is in the mighty name of King Jesus that we pray and we all say, Amen. Amen. He's a good, good father. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Oh, thousand stories of what they 
think you're like But I heard the tender whisper of love In the dead of night And you tell me that you're pleased And that I'm never alone You're a good, good father
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.